0: Song is about I'm so vain don't you think this song is about me don't you don't you uh, it's been uh, a little more than a fortnight since we've spoken last I was on a whirlwind stay... I mean I guess it was kind of a staycation my friend Carlo from Germany was in from out of town, so the vacation for him, staycation for me, even though, once you hear the story, I don't know how much of a staycation it was, it's this Joe right here, for the of Tier. Oh, God, I've missed you, oh, I faded that out too fast, uh, I missed you guys. Missed our time together. There were time. I will say... When I was with Carlo, I was trying to find a way to go on Discord live from the phone. It didn't really work out so well, so we never did it. Um, I don't know how I'm going to unpack the entire... Carlo was here for 12 days. We were with each other like 12 hours a day for 12 days. Or 10 days, actually. It was two days in Sacramento. That's a lot of time to... Um, Spend with somebody, and uh, there are good stories, bad stories. Ultimately, it was a good thing. And um, so, uh, but I I want to talk about a couple things. I'm going to kind of work backwards, which I've done in the past. And uh, one, oh, by the way, Lauren Eckert, I know she's there in the chat room. The first, I I will say, when I picked him up from the airport two weeks ago today, Day, actually, two weeks ago today I picked Carlo up from the airport And um, It's about this time Actually, right? it's, it's, it's 7.45 on a Thursday Night here, it's around this time Because his flight came in late And there was traffic, and picking him up and this and that Around this time, exactly two weeks ago We're driving Through West LA, headed for Malibu And um, we drive by Um Lauren's School, Loyola Marymount, which right now, as we speak, is hosting the presidential debate. And um, this is on December 5th. I'm with Carlo. And little did I know that this would have been really, really smart. I said to him, we should call. I go, this is where Lauren Eckert, afterthought uh, media icon, Lauren Eckert, this is where she goes to college. And I said, uh, you know, we should call her and have her do a YouTube tour and take you to all the places where YouTubers go and like to go in Los Angeles. She could show you around. And he said, oh, yeah, I would really like that. And and this is, he's just arrived. And I thought he was, like, half kidding. And one of the things I learned in our 10 days together was that would have been the smartest thing for me to do would have been to have Lauren take come from her day or two and just do a tour around Los Angeles of YouTube um locations because I don't know them, I'm not used to it. It's something I'm having to get used to. And it, it it seemed everywhere he wanted to go, he simply wanted to go. Because I didn't, the other thing, this is a person that I talk to very, very frequently and I didn't realize this till he was here, but he is way into Instagram, which makes total sense because he. everywhere we went, people complimented him on his English and um, he learned his English from YouTube. So it would make sense that he would want to go. I mean, these places were so uh, important to him. And uh, what am I looking at here? I don't know what this is. I'm going through mail. I talk to you guys, and um, you know, it was like Trisha this and this person that, and this person goes here, and that person Jeffrey Star goes here, and this and that. And, uh, in fact, even the last day he was here, we, was dr- we were driving down a street in a random neighborhood. And he screamed and said, stop, 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 stop. That's a house where these German YouTubers lived when they were in L.A. And I was like, whoa, my God, this is crazy. Like, everything had to do with where, like, YouTubers went and ate and slept and stuff like that. And I feel there's no one else who would have known them that that would have been Lauren Eckert. Oh, yeah, Lauren said, oh, my God, he knows it. Yeah, like, like in other words, we'll, we will do a day. We It might have to be, like, a 12-episode run-through of Carlos' time here, uh, or maybe 10 episodes here in Los Angeles, or maybe it'll be five. I don't know. I don't know how long each day will take, but I have so much to say about it, some good, some bad. But it's not like any of the other days where, like, I was like, oh, God, I hate this person now, blah, blah, blah. No, everything's all good. Uh... Luke Stamen says, Trisha Paytas versus Joe Batanz would be an epic showdown for the ages. I actually find her amusing in a weird kind of way. I find her kind of amusing. I think I would be amused by her. Um, If anyone knows Trisha, we should do a podcast together. All right. So, anyway, here's the thing. I want to work backwards. So, Carlo left on Tuesday uh, in the midday. But, um, oh, we lost State of Bree. She's gone. But, um... But since then, a, a couple—not much has happened. But last night, um, there's this monthly event I talked about in certain podcasts called Queer Traffic. It takes place on the courtyard of the Fourth Street Market in Santa Ana, California. You see here in on the exclusive here. You guys get exclusives of what these are, things are called and where they are. Anyway, Fourth Street Market, Santa Ana. They have a little like. I wouldn't call it a courtyard even, like a backyard. I don't know. It's a weird, like, backspace, outdoor space. And that's where queer traffic is every month, the third Wednesday of every month. And Danny um, and I try to go to this every month. We try. Okay? Okay. Now, you guys may know Danny. He's the person that I talk about on all these shows that I know I'm so I just know I'm supposed to date this person. Okay, now I don't know if he knows he's supposed to date me, but I know I'm supposed to date this person and I've been fighting it because as... Jordan Darling asks, is this the Danny that Taylor thinks you should date? Yes, and Mike Lawson thinks I should date him. My problem with him, I've known him for 20 years. Uh, My problem is that... I think he's so fucking cute. Oh, my God. I just think he is so, so, so cute. Like, ugh. I can't. Okay? I also find it very attractive. I know there's this whole Joe only likes young boys kind of thing. I actually find it really hot that I'm physically attracted to him. And in less than a month, he turns 40. Okay? So in less than a month... He turns 40. So it's not necessarily an age thing. It's he has this little fucking twinky ass body that I just want to wreck. I want to split him in half, okay, with his twinky ass body. Uh, and we know each other. For t- There's a lot going on. So, anyway, there have always been all these events that were like, it's been slowly building. You know, and everyone should know. Oh, do we have an update? Do we know about uh, Aiden? What's going on with Aiden? Like, have, have we talked about that? Okay, I could talk about that too. Um, unless somebody has more information than I do. Cut to Luke Stamen. Um, okay, so let's give a, a brief Aiden update. There really isn't much to say. Okay, there isn't much to say about Aiden. Here's what it is: He and I had a conversation via text message on Thanksgiving, I have to be honest with you. Remember, I'm always honest on the exclusive tier. The exclusive tier always gets pure 100% honesty, you know? So this is an honesty in a way that I would never say on any other show, okay? But I was fucking pathetic. I was embarrassed in the moment how pathetic I was, but I was essentially... Begging for him to come back to me, like, and when I say essentially, I mean I was begging for him for, for I was begging him to come back to me. Okay, let's be honest. I was begging him just to get on the phone with me. He would only text me. He wouldn't get on the phone with me. He said it'd be too painful to get on the phone with me. Okay, he would only text me. And uh, but he did say at the time, this on Thanksgiving, as I'm driving to my brother's house. <coughs> I'm an emotional wreck, it's raining It was raining cats and dogs here in Southern California uh, I'm on my way to my brother's house for Thanksgiving And I'm having this super emotional And I'm driving, so it's via speech to text So I'm like uh, Hey Siri, send a text message to Aiden Dean What do you want to say? And then I would be like, baby please come back I love you so much Right? So it was awful And what we settle on is, uh, we are going to, I think what he tells me is, we're just essentially going to take a break, okay, that he loves me, and I'm trying to see if I can go back that far. Let's see here. Um. So he okay so he's telling me on Thanksgiving looking at this right now. He he feels that like it's too emotion it's it's too emotional for him, him and me, right? So I tell him I'm going to work on that and blah, blah blah blah. So and th- at the end of Thanksgiving all he said was, "Okay, I will wait for you. I love you." Okay? So then uh, he writes me another message where he says he loves me and tell Carlo he says hello. And then uh, on the second day that Carlo's here, the first full day, I just write him, like, here's what happened with me and Carlos." No emotion whatsoever. I send him a text message, like, this is what happened, yada, yada, yada. It's just pure just what is what happened. And then he sends me a text message, and he says, I love you. Thank you for sending me this, but I feel like I don't really want to respond to what it says because we are on a break. From now on, I'm not going to respond at all. I will text you in the new year. I love you a lot, and I'm excited to see what the healing from this break will do with our relationship. So he even confirms that we are on a break. Okay? So it sounds like officially he and Aiden and I are on a break. That's the official word. Aiden and I are on a break. Now I know this is gonna sound very Ross from Friends. And maybe it's one of these things that I will regret later. <clears throat> but I'm assuming that on a break means. What does on a break mean to you guys? I don't know. Anyway. I uh so that now we're now we're at queer traffic from uh last night. So I go to this queer traffic, and Danny and I uh start talking and danny's not boring he's actually in a very funny mood he's being not boring and uh we have a really great conversation and as the night wears on and as we have a couple more beers inside of us we only had two beers each Luke statement says a break is only a thing high school kids do in his humble opinion maybe you're right but obviously we'll look look Luke, what am I going to do? All right? So, uh, everyone's typing right now. Everyone's having a good time. So, we're at Queer Traffic. We have a couple of beers. And the converse is... Now, it's, now Discord just says several people are typing. Uh, this is scaring me. But now, uh, we have a couple beers. And it gets very, very flirty. Um... Humble Pie says, isn't that what happens when someone is torn between dumping you and keeping you around as an easy option? That's a good question, Humble. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jordan Darnes says, no, I've done breaks before. I don't think it's just a high school thing. Um, No, I think Aiden is truly... I want you to have a good man like you deserve, Joe. You're fucking awesome. Thank you, Luke. That's very kind of you. I'll heart that. I... I I don't know i can't speak for aiden i I think that's what i've learned i can't speak for aiden I, I, i will give i will give aiden this he means what he says i've never known him to not mean what he says or speak in codes and i think that's the problem that i run into is i read too much into things and i think there really isn't much to read into aiden and that's what i have to learn anyway back to danny so we have a couple beers it gets very very flirty okay and uh very very flirty and to like the point where like the now that we're just taught we're like not paying attention to anybody else it's just me and him even though it's a patio full of gay people and then the place starts to close it ends at 10 and we are walking to our car and it's cold and we're it's just very very romantic at least on my end from what i'm reading into it uh, Humble Pie quotes me and says, I don't know him to speak in code. Then she says, doesn't he literally text... This is talking about Aiden here. In streams of meaningless emojis. Humble, that's just very his sense of humor. He thinks it's so funny. Like, the sillier and meaningless, more meaningless the emoji, he thinks it's so funny. Anyway. So, um... Uh... When we get to, um... It's time he, he parked somewhere else and I did, but he walked me to my car. And uh, I go, Okay, well, uh, I'll see you, you know. And he goes, Okay, I'll see you. And he walks to his car, and I walk to my car. I was super cold, we were both really, really, really cold. And then I get in the car, and I immediately text him, Danny, that is, and I say something along the lines of, Uh, i i I don't understand why we um split up right there oh i said um now i'm in the car and it's warm i wish we were still talking that ended too soon right and he writes being warm helps i like feeling my feet where else would we have gone and i go and then i didn't text i was driving when he wrote that so then i said oh i just got home i said we could have at least sat in one of the cars and he went, yeah, we could have, but you were too enamored with Style World. Okay, when we were walking back to the car, we walked by this Mexican clothing store called Style World. And they had, like, the worst fashion. So I'm basically, like, uh, in awe of how terrible this fashion is. And I basically do an episode of this Joe Batance in front of Style World, okay? That's what he's talking about. You were, you were too enamored with Style World. So then I wrote back... Now, I thought that, now I, FYI, I think this is so smooth, okay? I want everyone to know, I think this is so smooth, I don't regret writing this or anything. But remember, he writes, you were too, okay, yeah, we could have, you were too enamored with Style World. And I respond, it wasn't Style World. And he's never responded, which I'm, st- I'm strangely okay with. I, I, I know Danny very well, I don't think anything means anything. But um, I thought that was smooth. I'll be honest with you. Now, I don't know where he is on this. I'm torn because this is a weird one because, you know, when you meet someone on Grindr and you're flirty or you go on a date with someone and you're flirty or anything like that, you don't have a lot of investment with that person because you just met them. So if they go in and out of your life, it's not really that big of a deal. Danny's a weird one because I've known him for like 20 years. Now, in the very beginning, we did... I guess date is the right word. You know, but um, but then it never went past that. I was just I didn't want to be in a relationship. and go getting too serious for me. Blah blah blah. And I don't know what happened on his end, but it just never materialized. So now we here we are twenty years later, and I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think I think I have to start working out or something. I don't I don't know if he's into it. I don't know, but he seems like he's all flirty. I don't know. It's crazy. And then the other thing is like, wh- what about Aiden? What's that? What do I do about that? Run a break. I don't know, but nothing happened with Danny, so I think everything's fine, but I didn't do anything wrong, or did I? I don't know, what do you guys feel? Here's the new thing while you guys are listening here, is are you guys liking the content that's coming out for the exclusive tier? Like, I posted that um, thing with me and Lori and Taylor and Evan, and no one commented, and then I I, I actually have another one that I think almost as funny with me, Lori, and Jay, and I haven't posted it because you guys never commented on the one with me, Taylor, Evan, and Lori. So I was like, well, why am I going I don't, don't, to... I don't even know if they listen to it. I don't know if they like it. Um, I get no response. You, you have to leave... Com- even if you're like, oh, we'll leave dis- comments on Discord or something like that. That's how I gauge what to post more of and not. Lauren Lick- Eckert listened and she loved it. Yeah, you guys... Let me see what everyone else is typing. I loved... Are you recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have another one with Jay Ellis. So well, Jay Ellis one is so funny. He keeps trying to go and Lori and I make him stay. Also, a Breaker, let us see other people, I think. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, Jordan Darn said he's bad at leaving comments, but I've left all the exclusive December stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're going to get tomorrow, Taylor and I are doing... Um, uh, episode 8, Season 5, Episode 8. That's me and Taylor, manana. And... Uh, yeah, so there's more. And then... I t- Lori and I have to, at some point, in the next couple weeks, do episode it'll happen because she's on vacation uh i think after next week luke Saban says he doesn't want to leave too many comments i'll be mistaken for pseudo dean uk you know I-, I talked about this a little bit in other shows you know dean uk again this is exclusive tier so we can get into this dean uk sent me an email let me pull that email up he sent me an email while i was on my vacay with carlo Oh, Luke Statement thinks Dean Barney UK is innocent. Interesting. Well, I have a new theory. I have a new theory. Uh, believe it or not, I have a new theory. Which make, make me sound crazy, and I told Taylor... Oh, you know what? I told Taylor and Mike I would only tell them the theory. Okay, I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to tell you guys, sorry. But I have a theory that's just as equally crazy. Okay, where is... Here it is. all right uh, Jordan Darling says Dean UK DM me when I was going to Disney in September when I was creeped out there's nothing very creepy about it All right, so Dean Barney UK the subject line is Barney slash Freddy and he wrote I have deleted all connect- oh what an idiot oh my god what an idiot oh my god okay okay <laughs> okay I can't wait to tell Lori this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I didn't notice something right now. So Dean Barney UK writes me an email. Okay. And he says, I've deleted all connections to Patreon, Discord, and Mixler. I did open the Freddy account, but only because I had no idea why you canceled Barney. I still am not, I'm still none the wiser. I don't think I was a problematic user as Freddy, and for what it's worth, I am slash was not Steve, Pete, or any other account, and did not have conversations with myself. There are clearly at least two trash talkers out there. As Barney, I know is a pain in the arse, giving negative feedback sometimes on on show content, never on you personally. But I balanced it with majority positive comments. I genuinely thought Steve's comments were beyond the pale, and that's why I intervened because I thought his points were ridiculous and just nasty. I'm not mentally unstable, a stalker, psycho, psycho, troll, etc., just an enthusiastic supporter of your network who, as Barney, probably overstepped the mark and got the tone wrong too many times, and it's your show, so that's all fine." It hurts my heart to think that you, the hundreds of Patreons and co-hosts, now think that I'm a really unpleasant person with bad intentions. That said... If I have played any part in contributing to you feeling harassed or upset, then I'm sorry. I regret opening up the Freddy account as it had, all to, had led to all this toxicity and getting wrapped up with whatever Steve and company are up to. I'm not asking you to let me come back to Patreon or to acknowledge this message, but I've been very upset for the last couple of days and I thought it might help you to know that my take on this unholy mess. I've even wondered whether these Steve comments were intentionally done to give the impression they were mine the European Times and etc. I talked to a handful of patrons. I Outside of the chat rooms, and they knew about Freddie. If you want to ask any questions slash clarifications on my activities, Freddie or Barney, then let me know. I will be one hundred percent honest, Dean, uh, my real name. Okay. Okay, so I got that, and it just I it I had no emotion about it. Okay, because for a couple reasons is, and this is why. Like, if he were very very honest. I might, I don't know how I would say what I would say here. If he were super, super honest, I don't know what I would do. I don't know, right? But he's not, because I have proof. One is, okay, so this is, and, and, and I may have said this on the air with you guys. I've always said there were several characters, Muriel, um, PickPete.com, and Barney UK. Okay? And uh, Freddy, I was and still continue to be 100% sure that he was all of those characters, even early on, though. I was never as sure about Steve. Okay, I was never that sure about Steve, but all the other ones. I'm 100% sure that those were Dean Barney UK. And there's, it's not just from hunch beyond that. There's actually like logical evidence in that, in that Dean Barney UK was very sloppy, all right? So for instance, um, he changed his name across social media and several places to Muriel I am something. I don't know what the last word was. Muriel, I am something. Maybe somebody might remember. Okay. Oh, I am terrible. Thank you, Humble Pie. He changed his name to Muriel I, the letter I, the little M, terrible. Okay. And early on, he just changed his Barney handle to that. Okay. And then when he was blocked, and then he made a new account on Patreon called Muriel. Okay. And Muriel, I am terrible um would comment on patreon right by the way strangely muriel i am terrible uh went on discord well first of all signed up the day after i i blocked barney muriel i am terrible signed up okay and went on discord immediately and it just happened by coincidence i had told humble like hey you know drag race uk is done why don't you just you know uh, hide that room for now. We don't have any use for it. And uh, humble comes in and is like, "Hey, <laughs> where's but she's been uh, humble? Uh, Muriel's been signed up for a day and comes in the Discord and is like, "Where where is this uh d- d- drag race UK channel? I've heard that there were some really cool statistics there, right? And at and er, now early on, I included. We didn't know that was Barney." So I was like, well, okay, that's weird. All right, whatever. Well, Muriel wants to see it. So uh, Humble brings back the Drag Race UK channel, and then Muriel I Am Terrible starts to post... um, drag race uk content like everything that that dean barney uk used to do it just gets taken over by muriel and is constantly posting uh drag race uk content blah blubbity blue also muriel i'm terrible messages either evan or mike lawson i think it's mike lawson right on twitter like it's it's a whole thing right so then we figure out very quickly i told you guys muriel i am terrible is clearly clearly dean barney uk okay all right, hold on to that. All right, hold on there. Then on Mixler, a character named Freddie Engstrom pops up and starts commenting. Okay, and as we've, admit, as, we've as we've seen, Barney admits he was Freddie Engstrom. Okay, but I figured that out right away. Do you know what confirmed it for me when I went through the past? You can, you guys can do it yourself. When I went through the past chat room conversations and saw, because he had changed his name, I think he had made Mixler, oh yeah, okay, I blocked Barney. He made Muriel on Mixler and then changed it to Freddie. So all of the comments that I knew were Muriel now said Freddie Engstrom. Okay, that's proof number two, right? Evidence number two. Now here's the thing he doesn't realize. When I was like, who the fuck is pickpete.com? When I would, I don't know why this happened, but it's, it's, it's something that's a, a bug in Patreon system, but it does not do hump, I mean, um, Barney UK any favors. When I went to go search for pickpete.com, to find out, because I wanted to see if it was Barney, so I wanted to see how long he'd been a member. When I went to go look for pickpete.com, it, pickpete.com wouldn't come up. I couldn't find and no matter and I went and I, I looked at his comment and I tried to do the spacing and the everything exactly, it wouldn't come up. However, when I typed in Muriel, guess who came up? pickpeat.com when I so the old, when I needed to put when I needed to find Pickpete.com, I had to type in Muriel into Patreon to bring up pickpete.com's comments. So he had changed the display name, but for some reason it didn't register with Patreon. So already with this email, I was just, it, it's, it, I knew it was bullshit. I knew if he would have said, look, look, I was, I was Freddie and I was Muriel and pickpete.com, right? I would have been like, okay, well, at least he fessed up because I was never terribly sure with Steve. Okay. Now I have a new theory with Steve. I'll tell you about the Steve theory in a second okay so now I just discovered something today. so i've I've shared all this with Lori and with Taylor and they all think they just think I think about it too much right okay whatever actually I really haven't actually thought about it so right now but when I was thinking about it after so after Barney sent me this email, right I after Barney sent me this email, uh i don't know why i saw this or i looked on something because this person has never commented i don't know how i stumbled upon this but the the day barney sent me this oh no the day after i sent that post out the day after i sent that post out about please don't comment yada 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 um i don't know why i was looking at this one of the new patrons that signed up it was like literally the day after or something was a was a patron named 2020 2020 right so i told and by the way this was just proven right here um i told taylor and Lori, and i think i think it actually isn't this on I mean, you guys like i think actually this is on no you're right i have proof of this this is on wait are you recording this right this is on wait you are you recording this actually this is a recording of this of me telling Lori, I think he signed up with another email address, right? Not, not, he signed up for another Patreon account. She tells me, remember, if you listen to that, she goes, or you just got a new patron, right? Well, guys, breaking news. When I pulled up this email to um, look to read you the email, the email address that uh, Dean Barney UK sent me from is the same email address as 2020. So Lori's an idiot. Okay. Now, I will let you in on another... I told you I wasn't going to tell you the theory. I'll tell you the theory here. About Steve. Now, here's my Steve theory. Okay. And this is a weird one. I've only told Taylor and Mike Lawson this. Okay. And I have no proof of this. I'll, I'll give you my evidence in a second. I will say that my new theory is that Dean Barney UK is not Steve. I do not think Dean Barney... I no longer think Dean Barney UK is Steve. I believe I know who Steve is. And I believe that Steve is a member of Afterthought Media. And I believe that Steve is none other than Laurie Camp, And that's why I said on... Wait, are you recording this? That's why I said, Oh, I got an email from Patreon. Okay. I said, this is why I said it. I said, Oh, I got an email from Patreon. They're going to tell me the city where all these people live. Okay. Because I want to force her into a confession. Now, here's my evidence. Here's my evidence. One day... (laughs) One day, I was having a conversation with Lori. And we were talking about the listeners. And I said, Oh, you know, I go, I think... Our listeners are so clever and they're so smart. I think we were going to... Maybe we were going to try and come up with a title for a show or something. We are having trouble. i got to turn a fan. It's super hot in here. Hold on. Okay. So I go, these these listeners are so clever. They're so clever with title, titles. I go, remember there was this, this listener named Honeydew Honey Donut who came up with the name for... uh, Why is it going so slow? Hold on. Oh, this fucking housekeeper. I swear to God. What the fuck just happened? Hold on. I have this housekeeper and what well, my parents do, and she just fucks everything up. I'm so hot now the fan is like not going fast and hold on, I know you're waiting to hear this theory, but but why does the light go off when I do that? Okay I don't know how that got switched. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, sorry for that little interstitial. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. So I tell her there was a listener named Honey Dew Honey Donut who came up with this title, throwing down. I go, that's so clever. Our listeners are so clever. And Lori starts chuckling, and then she says, "Can I admit something to you?" And I go, "Sure." And she says, Do you promise not to get mad? And I go, Yes. And she said, I'm Honeydew Honey Donut. I made a fake Mixler account because I was convinced that when I wasn't in the chat room, you were talking shit, shit on me. So I wanted to make another character to see if you were talking shit on me when I wasn't there. But she says, but strangely, you don't. You say the same thing about me off the air that you do on the air whatever. And I go, okay, well, that's weird or whatever. But then I moved on with my life, right? And I was driving to San Francisco to go meet up with Carlo. And I got to thinking... And because that was the day that I woke up in the morning on Saturday morning. That's when I drove to San Francisco and there was the letter from Barney. So I've gotten this letter from Barney. He denies being Steve and pickpete.com. I was always very uh, like 60, 40 on whether he was Steve or not. Right. And I start thinking about it. And I go, I'll bet you Laurie is Steve. And here's why. Not only that revelation I just told you. But also, when I've talked to Lori about Dean, Barney, UK, or all this drama, and you even hear, heard her say this kind of on the wait, are you recording this? She's always been really weird about Steve. She's never denied to me that Barney is Pick Pete or muriel or anything like that but whenever i talked about steve she would always be like oh oh i don't know i don't know why would he make the steve character that just seems like too many like always with steve um with steve she's always been very like she doesn't think that dean barney uk is steve and that i'm crazy and i think what happened is Um, I think she started as a joke just to like, in other words, she thought it was funny, like, she thought it would be funny to engage with Muriel, right? But even though I told her not to engage with Muriel, so she made this fake account named Steve that engages with Muriel just to troll Muriel. This is very Laurie to want to troll Muriel, right? So she decided she probably decided to make this character named Steve because then she even said, because I was saying. Well, Laurie, pickpete.com is such an ex- obscure reference, you know? I go, that's a, that's, they were a sponsor when we did season eight. Okay. And I go, and Steve is uh, the name of Mike Lawson's uh, ex boyfriend. And Laurie went, oh, it is? And I went, yeah. And she goes, yeah, but you still don't know. Um... Oh, yeah. Good, good idea, Humble. Um, Wait, who has access to this room? Oh, Lori and Steve? I don't know. So anyway... So... uh, But then here's a big one. Here's a big one. So I'm... Wait, are you saying Eve? But Eve, Eve isn't Steve. Anyway, I'm, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So then... Um... okay so then one one of the days this is before i come this is before i made the connection that Lori was probably steve i haven't confronted her yet is i was talking to her she goes well why do you think that it's steve like blah, blah 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 there could be there could be a bunch of people who it's not just one person i go "Lori, don't you think it's weird that steve and um and uh barney and all these characters once i made that patreon post they all stop talking i go like before barney wrote me that email i go freddie stop talking pick stop stop talking steve talking like don't you think if you were steve or pick pete that you'd be like oh wait a minute i'm not dean barney uk what are you talking about no you're just an asshole they have no problem calling me names I go, they don't. They have no problem calling me names. All of a sudden now, they're going to stop calling me names, right? And she goes, oh, I guess it's a good point. And then, like, literally an hour later, Steve makes two comments. So I was like, okay. I put all this together. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Look, am, am I 100% sure it's Lori? No. And I might not ever bring it up to her because she'll just throw it in. Like, the, this is you being paranoid thing. But uh, I think Steve is dead, too. But I do think... At, at some point, years down the road, when I haven't talked about it in a while, remind me to bring it up with Lori. Humble says, Wait until Luke finds out there's an ultra-exclusive chat room he's not in. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so anyway, that's the update. But this is a long episode. Was Oh, my God. It's a 40-minute This Joe Batant episode. I hope it was worth it. I wanted to bring you guys some content. But that's what's been going on. Like, we haven't talked any Carlo... Uh, today, I pretty much just slept and talked on the phone and watched TV. Nothing has happened today. Um, I was supposed to go to Star Wars tonight, but John Paul and the John... the Basically, the Johns had to cancel. Um, so, my cousin bought my tickets for me. My cousin, Christian, bought my tickets for me. And... Um, uh, my cousin Christian bought my tickets for me. Oh, and um, I'm gonna go with John Paul on Sunday, and then I have to go again on Christmas Day with Adam Vaught. So it's gonna even so, and it's sad because Star Wars is getting all these shitty reviews. I'm gonna have to watch it twice. Ugh, what a nightmare! What a nightmare! Uh, all right, guys, any questions for me? Any questions before we get out of here? It a kind of I always say this is a long episode, but they tend to be that this is how long it is. Uh, keep me coming. What the fuck does that mean? You have to tell me when you get the locations, though. That'll prove it. Oh, Lauren, there are no really joke. That was a lie. I, I was hoping that would scare Lori and it'd get revealing. Um, uh, that she was uh Steve. Luke Stamen says, "I hear the new Star Wars is awful, which sucks because I already have tickets. No, not refundable. Oh, the ones I had were refundable. My cousin wanted them, so I just." sold them to him and then Luke, will you ever confront Lori about this theory yeah i'm gonna do it probably and uh, i'm gonna let it die down right now she thinks i'm in this paranoid mode i'll probably just bring it up casually on a show i'll probably just bring it up casually on a show so any other questions all right well let's call it a guy thank you so much for being here i'm gonna go i don't know what i'm gonna do right now but uh drink some water And uh, come up with new crackpot theories. Goodbye, everybody. Well, I'm going to try and do another one tomorrow. And so maybe we'll see you guys mañana. Adios.